0: All right, Major Gift Fundraiser here with Clark Van Dieventer, helping you get the most money out of your list without ruining your current donor relationships. Buenos dias. Hey, Clark Van Dieventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope you're having a great day. Hey, before Thanksgiving, those of you who've been following uh, the podcast, uh, before Thanksgiving, I shared that I was about to embark. On the biggest run of my life um, which I did the day after Thanksgiving 100k all right now I know as fundraisers when we hear 100k we think dollars all right this was kilometers 100 kilometers and for us Americans all right that's about 62 miles just a hair more than 62 miles so I shared that in an email uh, just before Thanksgiving, that I sent out to, to our Major Gifts Fundraiser list. If you're not on it, uh, go to MajorGiftsFundraiser.com and sign up, or just shoot me an email at Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. I'll get you added. But uh, share this um, this big event that was coming up. There was other things in the, in the email I sent out, but mentioned toward the end that I had this big 100K run coming up that I was super excited about. And I mentioned that I have learned so much from Athletic Quest, from big Athletic Quest uh, and endurance events uh, that have taught me so much about life and about fundraising. I And I mentioned that in my email, and I allude to this a lot. I talk about this. I'll mention in passing uh, a cycling event or a running event or whatever, and I'll say, I've learned so much from these events Um, that that have helped me in life and as a fundraiser but I never really talk about what that is and so I wanted to share today a few things um, that I've learned in general uh, from some of these big endurance events and then specifically this 100k run um, with cycling alright so my background I got into cycling before I got into running and I have related to a lot of people over the years when I've been involved with campaigns uh that campaigns are like going uphill while you're cycling and and i'll we'll often be talking about the gift that we need like we're trying to raise x amount of dollars for this project but we really need this lead gift and we've been working on these other ones but we need this we need this big one right and and I'll say like when we like that gift when we get that gift like we're going to we're going to be able to go downhill for a while and and it's just like cycling right like you're climbing uphill and you're climbing uphill and it feels like you're going uphill forever but it's that gift like if we can get that gift we're going to have some downhill all right and i i caution people when i'm involved in these campaigns like look we're not going to go downhill forever from that point right we can't coast forever but there is like With a campaign, there's moments where, like, if you can just get that gift, if you can hit that dollar amount, if you can get that person on board, it puts you over a summit, and you can get some downhill for a while. And, yeah, you will have to climb again, but you get that downhill for a while. So, uh, a couple years ago, I rode my bike up uh, Mont Ventoux in France. This is a big, iconic uh, uh, road bike ride. Three ways up the mountain. Uh, it's about 80 miles, about 16,000 vertical feet of climbing. And there's three ways to go up. And uh, one of those climbs is, is uh, part of the Tour de France. The other two are not. Um, but it's like you're climbing up that. And you're going. For, it feels like you're going to go up forever. But eventually you reach the summit and you come back down. And you get to go down for a long time. But eventually you have, you have to go back up again. So that's one thing i've learned from cycling another is hiring a guide all right so i'm a pretty experienced uh trail runner i've covered a lot of miles trail running but uh there are times that i don't feel comfortable going off on trails alone right like these are these are places that i'm just not familiar with so when i was in guatemala recently i hired a guide like i'm going into terrain look i may be an experienced trail runner but I'm going into terrain I don't know. I'm going uh, into, a, first of all, it's a culture I don't know. It's a language I don't speak very well. Um, like what if I encounter people? What if I accidentally cross cross a property land I didn't know about? Um, I didn't know about poisonous plants in the area, insects, all these, like just all these things. And I felt a lot better going off uh, into some terrain off the beaten path with a guide. Now, I think this happens a lot with fundraisers. Uh, fundraisers come into development later in life after they've had success in other areas. And and they feel like they could have success and they don't need any, any help. They don't need any coaching. But it's, it's not always the same. So I've had a lot of success as a fundraiser, but it doesn't mean that I don't hire a guide when I go into terrain I just know nothing about. Um, another thing I've learned from endurance events is just that uh, past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Another uh, mantra I'm sharing quite often. Um, I think we often read that disclaimer that you may be familiar with in investments, that you know past performance is not a guarantee of future results. We tend to read that and think that, uh, hey, this, this stock has done well in the past, and they're just alerting me to the fact that it may not always do well. It's that disclaimer, right? But the opposite is also true past failures do not guarantee future failures just because you failed at something in the past does not mean you will continue to fail in the future so uh my background like i I haven't always been uh into running haven't always been into cycling haven't always been into fitness and doing these types of events i failed for a long time and i was overweight for a long time Uh, those past failures like didn't guarantee future failures so a couple of things from this specific run, uh, from my 100K run. Like First of all, 62 miles is just a long way to run. And I did not anticipate how hard it would be to run alone. So in an event when there's other runners, you, those other runners will spur you on. You'll get running with a guy and you're like, man, I can run better than this guy. And And that guy's thinking I can run better than this guy, and so you you kind of spur one another on. Even if someone passes you, you you have this goal to keep them in your sights, right? And then maybe they eventually outrun you, but now someone else passes you, and then you make it a goal to keep them in your sights. Just keeps you running, or aid stations, right? Like sometimes you wanna you feel like walking, right? Like I did this fifty-mile run in Lake Tahoe last summer. And it was like maybe there was a time where I just want to walk, but it's like but I'm only two miles from an aid station, right? I may as well run to the aid station. Like these things keep you going. I didn't anticipate how hard it would be to keep running alone. So in any ultra marathon, there's going to be periods that you walk. But honestly, in the 62 mile run, I walked quite a bit. It was just hard to keep running alone, to stay motivated alone. And for fundraisers I think it's very hard to raise money alone like if you're an executive director and fundraising is like your job you're the guy raising money you're the woman raising money like I think it's just you feel so isolated it's hard to do it alone or if you're the development director and and no one else is really thinking about raising money that's your job I think it's hard to do it alone it gets lonely it's hard to keep going uh, so you need to seek out other professionals to regularly talk with and swap stories with. Find 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 community. Find other fundraisers. Um, another lesson from my event is that I was not totally alone. All right, so I did run alone, but I did have the help of my family, and I could not have done it without my family, my wife, and my kids. They met me at several points had a mobile aid station. They're driving our car around, meeting me at different points, providing food, water, fresh clothes even. Um, So I I couldn't have done it without these aid stations. And look, as fundraisers, we need these aid stations along the way. It could be uh, staying in a a nicer hotel on one trip because you're just travel weary. It could be a nice dinner to celebrate a big gift. Um, Or it could just be conferences, you know, a happy hour with the staff, whatever it is, like, you need these aid stations along the way. Another thing uh, from this run, there will be times that you want to quit, okay? For me, in my 100K, 62-mile uh, run, for me, that was mile 46, all right? At mile 46, I desperately wanted to quit. It had gotten... The, the full day had passed I had started running in the morning when it was dark and cold full day had passed it was now dark again it was cold again and I still had 16 miles to go and I just wanted to quit at that point I reached out for help all right like I I feel I almost feel childish or sophomoric uh, having done this but it was like I put a post up on Facebook for my friends and said, guys it's I'm at mile forty six, I got sixteen miles to go. Uh, tell me why I shouldn't quit. Like convince me I shouldn't quit. And I started getting loads of comments from people telling me, like, you can do it, you know, it's like all these things I already knew. They weren't telling me anything I didn't know, I just needed to hear it from someone else. You know, one of my good my good mates who I've done some adventure stuff with, he was texting me, other people were reaching out it was really encouraging so um like reach out like look for those people and and with fundraising there will be times that you want to quit all right uh or that you'll you'll want to fall back into old habits asking too much or rely relying on uh tired old tactics all right but i would say just stick with it all right just keep pedaling I say that sometimes, just keep pedaling. When I'm riding my bike, just keep pedaling, just keep pedaling. It's like Dory from Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. All right, trust the process. Like with, with a 62-mile run, there are times when I want to quit. And I tell myself, because I've done some of these big events in the past, it's like I know, even though I, I may not feel like running now, I just... Have to keep moving forward, and even if I don't feel like running now, if I just keep moving forward, at some point I will. I will feel good again. I will feel like running again. I will run well again. All right. So as bad as I felt at mile 46, I remember running at like mile 56, and feeling really good. Like I ran. A, I, I ran a, a three or four miles really good from. Uh, 52 to to uh, 56 or 57 right when I had gotten under that 10 mile mark like I ran really well so even though I wanted to quit at one point because I had been through something like this before I knew like just keep going so and then finally for me a hundred K believe it or not a hundred K was a training run all right I'm working up to a hundred mile run that's the goal um, so this was a hard run for me, and I feel like I'm a long way off from being ready for a 100-mile runs, just where I'm at. But, like, I have to remember, like, Clark, there was a time when running a half marathon would have seemed crazy. There was a time when running five miles, four miles, three miles would have seemed crazy, right? And now, like, for me, running a half marathon is is not a big deal. I do it routinely. I do it without thinking about it. I set off and go on a run, thinking I'm gonna run seven or eight, and I run 13. So running half marathons has become commonplace because I've done a lot of running. So I need to make a 100K run, if this doesn't sound crazy, like I need to make running 100K more normal. Okay, and once 100K has become more normal, then like, um, I'm gonna be closer to being ready for the 100 mile run. So for you as a fundraiser, the application is that, like, just think about this, whatever obstacle you're facing right now, don't think about it as the big obstacle of your life. Think about it as the training exercise for what's yet to come. And that, that should get you super excited, right? Like whatever you're doing now, like this isn't the big moment of your life. This is just training for the great things that you're going to do in the future. And um, that, that should encourage you. Like in all of life should encourage us whenever we go through hard times. It's like this is making me ready for what's yet to come. All right. So those are some of the lessons I've learned over the years uh, in endurance athletic events and this 100K run I did this past week. All right, so, hey, look, you probably get it, right? A lot of these things we can help you with, right? I'd love to be that coach. I'd love to be that guide. I'd love to be the the person that I hired in Guatemala to run with me, right? Like, I'd love to be that guy for you, and I'd love to be the guy encouraging you and helping you uh, go where you've never gone before. So if if I can be helpful to you, if you want to talk about that, uh, just uh, shoot me an email. That's it. Clark at Fundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Remember, I can't take the steps for you, but I can take them with you. And I want to help you do more and accomplish more than you ever dreamed possible. All right, that's it. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Oh, 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 oh oh, 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 oh